This is the DallasCowboys.com Draft Show. Your war room for insider news and draft analysis from deep within the confines of Cowboys headquarters at the Star in Frisco. The Dallas Cowboys select Tyler Smith. And now, your host, Kyle Yeomans. It is Thursday, February 16th, and we are live from the star in Frisco, 71 days away from the NFL draft in Kansas City. And we are back on the draft show presented by Miller Lite here from the SWBC studios. We've got Bobby Belt back in the building. Got Brian Broaddus, of course, back in the building. And Aisha Morrison back in the building. We're all together again in one spot. How's everybody doing? Great. Never better. Never better. How was your Super Bowl? Brian, how was my Super Bowl? You were good. <laughs> you did a good job. It was job. okay. It was okay. You did a good job. It was okay. I saw your Instagram post. <laughs> we, we we closed on a strong note. So yeah. Oh, yeah. Went, went out on a high note. Yep. Yep. Very Tried nice. to. Yeah. So it didn't suck so bad. Like I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Like seeing Philly lose, I was like, you know what? Oh, off seasons just got a little better for me. Oh yeah. In my opinion, makes it a little bit easier. It didn't hurt as bad. I was trying to buy souvenirs without any Kansas City or Philly uh, logos on it. Mm-hmm. That's a hard task to have to do at a Super Bowl. They didn't you have know? just like generic. Oh, Super they did. Bowl I, I, I went out. I went out. And actually, <laughs> had to buy. Uh, had to buy. Had to go to the Aaron Andrews line. Okay, uh, this was a gift for. Uh, uh, a lady there, and so it was like I had to go the Aaron Andrews route, where she puts out Super Bowl clothing without logos on it. I thought there was one shirt I saw in the gift shop at the Arizona airport that was just said Super X, Bowl, yeah, that just said XL, yeah. whatever X yeah. or LVII. Yeah. You good with all those uh, Roman numerals? Man, I was until Super Bowl forty, and then you started going like, okay, why isn't it? so? It's XL, it's ten minus fifty, and like yeah. then I started getting all messed up. It gets real weird because it, yeah, whenever it went to forty, it was XL. And then you've got a, you just got an L now, so it's just L V I I. Got it. Yeah, very interesting. We're going to talk some draft stuff, of course, being on the draft show, but we're going to really hit some scenarios for the Cowboys Ooh. in this show. I love that. Segment number three, we're going to go through scenarios of first and second round potentials. And I, I ran through six different simulations, and we're going to choose which one. We feel like fits the best. And you can ask questions if you wanted to switch a prospect out. You could maybe if he was available, and we can kind of talk about it when we get there. But I want to start by something that Brian, Dane, and I talked about yesterday, and and that was really prioritizing picks and how you can shuffle your board around whenever those picks are available based on value in the draft and where you can find that value. I want to talk about how free agency can kind of – affect that brian because we we said yesterday you don't want to window dress your board right but you also don't want to ignore value where the draft is is coming to you right how does that change whenever you go and get some guys to plug some of these holes in free agency early on i think the team that you know there's some teams that are super aggressive early in free agency the first two three days you can kind of fill a little bit of what you you know maybe it prevents you from having to go out and use draft picks you say okay we're going to spend money on this particular position because we feel like this other position is pretty weak you know you could kind of or or maybe it's like listen we we just can't get a guy in the draft that's going to be as good for us here so yeah I think that you have to be uh very mindful of that uh the team like the Cowboys that tends to kind of let the first week of the draft go 
and then they bottom fish at that point. I don't mean bottom fish in a way of bad. I mean that they kind of like let the market kind of run its course, and then they go in and grab particular players the way they grab Curse and guys like that. Mm -hmm. And so then, you know, but there's certain teams out there that absolutely love to draft. I mean, they just love to draft. They free agency, yeah. I mean, you pointed at this one. I uh, should went. My bad. Yeah. Finger went straight down to the, and she's absolutely right she about. She could have turned around and pointed at this. No, no, but, but that's what I'm saying. I think there's some teams that are just totally comfortable. If you're a bad drafting team, you probably have to play in free agency. But if you're a team that kind of has a, a handle on that, and I was talking with some guys this morning about compensatory picks. The possibility of getting an extra four, a five, and a six here, mm-hmm. you know, that man, that's 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 heaven for these guys. Yeah, that's they good. they love it. Give them two fourth round picks. Give them two fifth round picks. Give them two sixth round picks. They will make some hay. You know, I mean, we always talk. Well, they're not going to take all the picks. Nah, these cats here will draft, and, and, they'll, and they've done it the last two. And years. they'll keep every single one of them too. Mm-hmm. Is what they'll do. So, you you know, if you're a bad drafting team, we were poor in the early 2000s. We couldn't get the combinations between free agency and the draft right. And what happened when when that when that happened, we just had to go all in on free agency, and that and that can hurt you. That can hurt you. And so, but these guys are very cap mindful of where they're at. They've got a lot of, you know, they've got some uh, flipping of switches. I know Bobby covers his team for 1053, the fan. He'll tell you there's going to be switches that they have to flip. They have to do this, that to create money. I think this team is more into drafting and signing their own than going out and getting other players, I think. Yeah, I think generally that's that's the way they like to approach it. Now, Jerry talking in, at Senior Bowl sounded more open to doing some things in free agency, and I think it's probably because Odell Beckham. Well, yeah, Odell, maybe that's part <laughs> that's of always it. Always a name. Yeah, that name will. Uh, that that's the the new Earl Thomas. And yeah, so, I agree. <laughs> you know, I think that the way Jerry talked at Senior Bowl sounded like. He's taking notice of okay, like you know, uh, the, you take Philly and how they performed and and the aggressive moves they made. You take the aggressive moves that uh, a team like uh, the Rams were last year made, and just to go throughout time, like the Buccaneers, like go back through history. I had I've got I keep meaning to go look this up again because it's relevant, I think. But it was, I believe, each of the last ten years. The team that won the Super Bowl the previous offseason spent more guaranteed money on an outside free agent than the Cowboys spent that same offseason and guaranteed money on their whole free agent class. And so, wow. like, I mean, you talk about the, for example, when they went out, the most they've splurged was like 2020. I think they gave out 36 million guaranteed outside free agents. Well, the Buccaneers that year acquired Tom Brady, and he was more than 36 million guaranteed that he made. Same thing. You go back through the years, you know, one offseason, it was like, well, when the Patriots won, Darrell Revis got more guaranteed money from the Patriots than Dallas's whole outside free agent class. So, not including the re signs and the guys you're keeping on your own. So, I think eventually you have to look at that and go, like, okay, maybe there's a happy medium. Maybe we don't have to go this way. But but you do got to feel like there's got to be some sort of an evolution, I think, at some point. Yes. But, Aisha, you know, to me, when you, you start to look at what happened, and I saw this, and correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. Cowboys, I think, were second in the league in games played by their rookies. I think Kansas City was number one, and Dallas was number two. I don't know if that's the stat. That's, I mean, that but, sounds right but, just because I know how much they but, needed. But, see, that's what, that's what they do. That's what they that's their whole mindset right there like they as long as they keep drafting well 
I don't see this philosophy changing as far as free agency. Feels like so much pressure you put on your personnel department. But but Will lives for that. He really does. And and, and it absolutely like I mean if that's something that they they like and they enjoy that pressure and they like that that's great. But it's like help him out a little. You know you know like like take Jalen Tolbert for example. mm -hmm. I mean Jalen Tolbert was drafted as a guy they expected in a third round scenario to come in and play immediately. I would have taken him in the second. Yeah, I mean no doubt. Yeah, yeah. but he didn't work out, and what happened? You were kind of hamstrung at wide receiver for a good part of the year, and you had to go get a guy like T. Y. Hilton. That's a move you had to make. Well, to me, I mean, I'm looking at. I mean, you you mentioned like can a guy come in that's a free agent that's going to be better than any rookie that you draft? Yeah. And so when you do look at a guy like we talked about DT and how important it's been for your linebackers and stuff, is there any DT in this draft, I don't know, that's going to come in and immediately be better than Deron Payne? Boy, she just hit the nail on the Hargraves is Hargraves is also a guy that's a free agent. Like, are there any of those gentlemen that are going to be better right away? Because that's the problem. I love that the Cowboys draft and develop. I mean, mean, we just we see also Digizua coming along. Like, I just I love uh, Chauncey Golston. Like, I like that these guys come along and stuff. But it takes some time to put on weight. Takes some time to understand the position and how to play it at a high level. So then you get you. I think you're waiting like a couple of years, maybe a year for this guy to get this position and the other parts of your team are ready to win now. So I I think like like uh, Bobby said, like you're going to have to make the decision depending on the position. Like, is this going to help us win right now? Is mm-hmm. this like especially like for me, I think DT is such a huge thing because it just it changed your run defense. It changed your linebackers that need to be free. It It just really opened up everything. I'm sitting here like. Is there any guy that you can draft right now that's going to come in and immediately make an impact on your defense that's going to do it like that? I don't know yet. I think the position that you could draft that would make a difference at 26 is corner. Okay. Barnacles, really? Yeah, I think so. I think the corners. Now, I love what you're saying about the defensive tackles because on 105.3 The Fan yesterday, I was talking about if you gave me a scenario where I could go and get – uh, a defensive tackle and pain. If we said you're pushing the chips in and you're going to get Deron Payne, I'm totally about that. I think if you know what we're talking about, Diggs, the wide receiver at Buffalo. Mm-hmm. If you know, if all of a sudden, I mean, you're starting to hear whispers about, well, maybe they might move on from him. By all means, 26, take 26, and you can, you, you know, give me Diggs, that kind of thing. I'm all about that. We're but talking- those, but you're right about, you're right about. Players that, you know, that's that's the thing that a lot of these teams look like. This guy's already established. This is an established player, you know. But the Cowboys feel like, hey, we can draft, we can develop. They've done that. Look what they did. They redrafted this thing, and, and Tyler Smith was, what, the eighth pick in the draft on a redraft? Yeah. And we're all sitting here talking about him at, what, 27? Mm-hmm. You know, and the league's now going, wait a minute, this was the eighth best player on the board. Yeah, you I know, think I think Tyler. I would, I would Bobby, keep drafting Bobby's too. face. No, I, I just think I think I'd keep drafting too. I, well, no, and I. But why not supplement though? Mm. Like, why not have them draft like that and then also add? Yes. You can do both. It's not like you're limited just because you're I choosing to draft. I don't disagree with you guys, but sitting up with these cats. Oh, I know. That, I, I, that's what they they do not. They they don't feel like that they have to do that. Yeah. They How don't, can you not though? How can you not when you see? Like, and we talked about, we just talked about on Girls Talk, Boys Talk. Listen, man, like these young players, your young stars that you want to resign. Yeah. They're talking out loud. They're talking out loud. Micah, CD, uh, Trayvon. Yeah, they're man. talking, yeah. of, they are, they want to win. 
And so they're talking about bringing people in and adding talent and stuff because they see across the league that you have to be able to draft well and supplement it, like Bobby said. But you mentioned DB, though. I Listen— has Israel McQuamu and Deron Bland, have they made DB a little – I think Izzy might have made things a little weird. I think you might have to go get a safety. Like, oh, not early. Not, to you. You're already moving him over permanently. I, I, I mean, you might have to get a safety for a number of reasons. Don, get, Donovan Wilson's a free agent. Malik yeah. Hooker Tracking is a potential that. cap savings. Yeah. McQuamu can play corner. I don't think she's wrong. No, I, 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 I think don't McQuamu think she's is better at corner. McQuamu was better at corner yeah. throughout training Antonio camp and then Johnson into the season. from Texas A&M would do my heart pretty good. I'm He'd have to wondering. get him in the first round, though. Are you okay mm-hmm. spending 26 on him? I don't him? know. I don't know. But I'm just wondering if Possibly that's changed the urgency. To, to 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 go get corner early because mm-hmm. you obviously like I think obviously Izzy came along and I think they're gonna see that they, but Jordan Lewis is, is he he's still on contract right he is, yeah he's still on contract so he's gonna be a slot guy Deron Bland is here and then you got Israel McQuamu who obviously showed flashes at corner mm-hmm. has that changed the urgency of you wanting to get a corner in the first round possibly or second round i think like, you need you to do th- it i'm asking you guys no no i i think you're right but i'll tell you what I, I would think of it as a bigger picture thing it might be for digs that that wow. if, they, if they picked a corner in the first round i would think that's more indicative if, of we need to protect ourselves on trayvon i i think this is more about digs than that's it a is. good that's a good point I, yeah. if i were to look into a crystal ball yeah. and try and project out what's going to happen over the next 13 months from now i think we're 13 months from now trayvon diggs has the franchise tag on him i agree i can Please see that don't say that i just yeah, don't no, i just don't think it's going to get done this offseason if you told me which is going to be the easier and i asked this again on the, the, the on the question yesterday to on, on the on the break which is going to be the easier negotiations between Diggs and Lamb? Yep, give me Lamb every single. It's going to be Lamb. This, this guy because yeah. D- because Diggs Diggs is literally going to dig in. I mean, he thinks he's one of the best corners in the NFL, and I think that I think that you know what, and he's got he's got a good argument. He really does. <laughs> but they, but this this crew let. This let this crew let Byron Jones walk. Yep, and Byron First Jones round pick. Yeah, Byron Jones was having a good it was having a good season for them. You you could argue they proved correct on that one. That's too. what I was about to say. Yeah. I think I, they I mean, knew he's, something. With I, his I mean, he's that. he's been solid, but he has not been what he was well, here that's in Dallas. What I'm saying, though, not worth that, the money. But that's what that's the whole idea here. If this Diggs thing turns contentious, then you know, and I, hell, I want him to sign Diggs. I absolutely do. But if it turns bad. That, you know, and it, and it's like okay, we're just going to move on. I think it's not so much about the guy playing opposite Diggs. I think it's about the guy that all of a sudden Bland, McQuamu, and whoever plug in whoever you want, uh, Banks from Maryland or whoever you want to plug in, yeah. could be the guy that all of a sudden that steps in and they said, no, we're just going to move on. The the ease of the digs or the, the ease of the lamb negotiation is going to be it's you you can. Easily, I don't think that's going to be easy either. I, I, no, I think it is. Oh, but like in terms of I think I, I I think that one gets done this off season. Okay, and because I think the framework is there easily. Tory Dandy, who represents CD, has. Represented a couple of the other top receivers. Who got, he represented one of the most recent deals that got done, Debo. And so it's easy to work off that framework and say, okay, we've got this contract here that Debo signed. Uh, you know, calculating for the inflation of the cap, that would mean that CD would be due this much. And it gives them a much easier base to work around. With Diggs, it's like, well, some people think he's J.C. Jackson. Some people think he's Jair Alexander. Ooh, and yeah. it's like, where's the difference? Yeah. And J.C. That, Jackson, no, that's your problem. J.C. Jackson and Jair Alexander are five million apart on their average annual yeah. salary. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you're so that's have a to harder, find a middle ground with that. You're gonna have to find where you I, agree. 
Also, think, not to mention, yeah. Micah Parsons is coming up next year in that start of the conversation <laughs> and moving into that, too. So Jesus. not only are you having to talk about these two guys going into contract years, but then Micah Parsons is going to come up in but a couple you, seasons as well. You do have that fifth year. You do with have Micah fi- with and Mike with CD and with CD both. Yep. And and what we've seen with the Cowboys. And listen, hey, I respect <laughs> all those guys and gals upstairs that work on these contracts. But they've also waited on contracts. Yeah, they're going to exercise it. They, they, oh. they, 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 have, they have waited on some contracts. Steven, Steven said that. Steven said his, his biggest regret in recent years was we should have got Dak done earlier. So, yeah, so they know. I had people screaming at me, you could have had this thing done for 20, three years ago. You got this thing done for 28. You know, I'm like, okay, okay. I'm, you know, I'm just the guy talking about it here. <laughs> so going back to, to kind of the, the stem of this conversation. Oh, my bad. Corner. No, it's not your bad. The, the <laughs> That's corner, actually a really good segment. Yeah, corner is is something where like you said you could go and get a guy in the first round or second round and you could plug and play and he's yeah. going to he's going to improve yeah. your football team. Yeah. Is there any other receiver or any other um, I just gave away my thought process. Is there any other position offensive line in the draft that you could do that? Offensive, offensive line. line. Yeah, the Cowboys have proven this as well. Any offensive lineman that they draft in the first round, it's a, they, they think it's money. It's a lock. It is. Yeah. It's the, it's like when we always talk about this, who is the safest player in the draft? You know, we were talking with Dane yesterday about Sanders. Oh, yep. I asked Dane about Sanders, the linebacker from Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Not like safe, clean, nothing wrong with him. Man, he's just plug and play. You know, that's that's what Cowboys do with these offensive linemen. They they did. They drafted this Tyler Smith. That what did they do? They forced they forced a Taco Charlton pick. Yep. They forced a couple of these picks, and what happened? It didn't work. But they just naturally say. Well, Tyler Smith's up there. We kind of like him. You know, we're okay with him. Yeah, we like, you know, boom, make the pick. Guy starts at left tackle, and now he's the eight, you know, redraft. He's the eighth best player on the board. Yeah. This team has a a knack, an ability, whatever you want to call it, a, a, a just a will to draft offensive linemen in the first round and have them work. That's it. If they took a first round lineman in this draft, I would I would just pencil that in as up oh, guy's gonna plug and play. If it's a guard, like <laughs> listen to me, I, I mean. No, I'm having problems with the guards. Man, I don't know about you. Me oh, Cyrus out. Torrance. Know, yeah, I, no, they're all stressing me out. They're mm. all stre- they a little stressed. Well, I don't think it. it's a good class. I mean, if you're talking about the, not top heavy. Well, wait, where do you have Skaronsky? Do you have him as guard or tackle? Well, I there's people tackle. A tackle. I have him as tackle too. Yeah. yeah, Dane's got him as a guard. Yeah, because so. he's a little bit of a shorter arm guy. Is what the the, the we're gonna you know when the combine rolls. So was another. So was another Northwestern tackle. I know Skaronsky from Northwestern. By the way. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, that was my guy. <laughs> no, no, but the, the I, I think the, I mean, if you're talking about Got guards, the only it. one you're talking about in the top fifty right now, realistically, would be Torrance, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah. It's yeah, a so. drop off from Osiris Torrance. Then you get into the Avilas from TCU. And I mentioned him last because he's. You know how they like hometown people. You know yeah. how they like people close to the house. I mean, Tyler Smith was technically hometown. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying, like, it also Dallas helps. Day. It also helps, yeah, because they get a closer look at those guys than they do yeah. some guys who are not from. But they exactly. do. It's money. They pick offensive linemen in the, especially in the bottom of that first round. They, they go back. Travis Frederick, go back. They figure it out. Yep. They yeah. got. They get a good. They got a really good handle on this. But that could also just be honestly too when you start looking at. You know, this West Coast offense, Solari, just kind of how they like to run the ball, dude. Like, guard is guard is a need for this team. Like, let's mm-hmm. let's keep it a buck. I mean, you have well, let's go as a tackle in yeah. the background. I mean, ball. Tyler. Uh, ball, oh, Jesus. Oh. See, uh, no, Tyler, I know. Yeah, same Tyler, reaction I had. That's what I'm saying. You got Tyler. You have. You don't know if Tyron's coming back. You don't know if Jason Peters coming back. Connor but McGovern's there, a free but agent. There's, yep. But there's depth there at tackle, baby. At guard. 
what you got there? <laughs> what you got there? And so with me, I'm looking at, I, I really, it's I look at. what to think of Farniak, maybe. Yeah, 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 maybe, maybe. They maybe, but, love Farniak. But he's the backup center, yes, and you need I know, a center. I know, Far- right, Farni- Farni- Farniak's the backup everything. They think he can play all five yeah. if they needed yeah. him to. That scares me. I mean, I, you Do you know, like Farniak? I like him as a rotational yeah. guy. As, as a, yeah, he's he's in, in a league that's starved of offensive linemen, a guy who can adequately mm-hmm. like play all five positions. I'm happy to have on. The you think rotation. they you think they lose McGovern, free agency? Tater tots. I don't know. They really like him. I think they do. They really like him, but I think they could lose him because I think they feel like like we just talked about. They might be able to draft a guy that can come in here and maybe do it better or do it at the same level at least to start. And yeah. my thing is is like we've seen with Philly. How if you have a dominant offensive line? I mean, think about it though. Kansas City rebuilt theirs. Yeah, I don't know when you're gonna get. I don't know when you're gonna get Terrence Steele back, but he was playing like one of the best tackles in the game. Another year of Tyler Smith getting training, working with Duke, all this stuff he's doing. He's come back, probably putting that big boy weight on. You're good at tackle. Then you have Tyler Biotis, who's gonna. He's continuing to develop. He played well this year. You know, that's uh, Pro Bowler Tyler Biotis. Let me fix. Let me fix myself. Uh, (laughs) Zach Martin. But Pro Bowler I'm just Tyler saying, Huntley. Uh, oh God! Oh, Here you go. You petty. You saying. petty. But, <laughs> you petty. But with this offensive line, you get a guard, a good left guard. You might be cooking with gas. Like I just being honest. For yeah. your tackles no, are kind of shored up a little bit. We kind of need to look at guard. But your center's pretty good too. So I'm looking at guard, my guy. Maybe uh, a guy that has some swing ability. There, right. there are so many spots on this roster. So many spots on this roster that you could fill. And plug and play, you're going to have to supplement some of it with free agency. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the scenarios, and some of the names we mentioned are in those scenarios. Okay. So we're going to have some fun with that in a little bit. But when we come back, it's time for Twitter on the 20. We're answering your Twitter questions when we come back with more of the Draft Show. Hey, Cowboys fans. If you're looking for a full-time or part-time job, check out Liberty Tax, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. If you've got tax experience and want to help your community with their finances, you're the perfect candidate. No tax experience? We also offer in-person tax school courses locally. Liberty Tax has 79 locations across DFW and 2,300 offices nationwide. Learn more about our job opportunities at libertytax.com slash hiring or call your local Liberty Tax office today. Craving something flavorful? Replace that bloated burrito feeling with Smoothie King's new Power Meal Smoothies. With three delicious flavors like cinnamon banana, blueberry raspberry, and spinach pineapple, you can fill up on flavor, not calories. Each meal replacement smoothie is packed with 20 grams of protein, 7 grams of fiber, and 23 vitamins and minerals, all under 350 calories with 0 grams of added sugar. So next time you want something flavorful, swap fast food for a Power Meal smoothie. Order today on the Smoothie King app. Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. I'm Darren Woodson, former Dallas Cowboy player and Super Bowl champion. When I played in the NFL at a high level, I relied on my vision to see the field. As I started getting older, I noticed my vision wasn't as good, and I was getting frustrated from wearing my glasses all day. I went to Laser Care Eye Center, and Dr. G talked about all the options. Thanks to technology and Laser Care Eye Center, I can see near, far, and between. Don't fumble your vision any longer. Visit them at dfweyes.com and tell them Darren sent you. They got me back on my game. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite and 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller Time. 
Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. This is the DallasCowboys.com Draft Show. Back here on the Draft Show, presented by Miller Lite, here from the star in Frisco. Glad you're with us. It's time now for some... Twitter, Twitter on the 20. Chris Beam hitting the sounder there in the back. Alongside Bobby Belt, Brian Broaddus, Aisha Morrison. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Okay. Want to talk about the slot receivers, or not so slot receivers, because Mike McCarthy likes CeeDee Lamb in the slot. He likes to put him in there and, and let him go to work. And, of course, Mike McCarthy is calling the plays this year. Which attainable receiver on the outside would fit into this offense, but I'm going to throw a twist on this. This is uh, he he said in general. We've talked a lot about first round receivers. I want to talk about some of the day two guys, second or third round potentials. Anybody on the outside that you could take in the second or third round that would really excite you? Uh, specifically for the idea that if they're going to play West Coast, yes, Rasheed Rice. Yeah, that's from SMU. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, you are. Yeah. Now Rasheed, like. I think Rashid's traits are, are nice. I think that he's a, a physical receiver. I think he's a guy who will make like the uh, tough contest, the contested catches, things like that. There's a little bit of uh, like I hate like saying this word because it always sounds so dirty, and I don't, I just don't have a better word for it. Do you see laziness at times with Rice, mm. like in the route running and just like kind of nonchalant? Yeah, I think you're fair. All right. So, but, and look. No, you going to fight that? I wasn't trying to fight. Fight it. No, fight it. No, I want you to fight it. I think, it. You, I, think <laughs> you, 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 I know you really like the player. No, I, no, lo- no, I love not, the player. I want, I want to hear I it because I, I, you know, with the, sometimes with the receivers, I, I think I've seen something the right way. And I'm, I think I'm pretty good at receivers, but I do see some, a little bit of nonchalant. That's I, the better word, nonchalant, give me, not give me, lazy. Give me something. I just your... think I just think when you block as willingly as he does, like yeah, you might he might take a couple plays off, and you just I mean I I don't I don't know about that like the nonchalant thing, yeah. but I do feel like he's he's so into blocking and doing so many things that we naturally we see players do it in the NFL all the time where they're just like okay I'm into this play and maybe it's not the right thing, but I'm just like I don't know if I see nonchalant. Okay. I don't know if I see that. I saw somebody who struggled with really creating separation all the time. Mm. I think he's a good route runner, yeah, but I don't think absolutely. there was that that window of opportunity all the time. I'm right there with you guys. I think he's a really good player. I think if you yeah. were to get him at 58, I'd be doing cartwheels. I'll go back. He's a phenomenal player. Yeah. But I just the in terms of the 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 true separation the speed that next level burst i didn't really see it as much as some of those other guys go for it i should go what you got i know i mean if he's a big slot type situation so i do agree with you 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 took that that's what i was going to say when you brought up like who can win on the outside and whatever but um no you're you're fine bobby (laughs) (laughs) no the thing about it is i'm not gonna fight you no no i tell you what though to me though this guy he's used to catching the ball in traffic yeah, that and you mentioned the lack of separation. He is used to going and getting the football, and I think that's what makes him intriguing. Is because I don't think all the time in the NFL you get separation. Which if nope. McCarthy wants to run slant flats here, he can run it. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. can run, and he's got no. the size, and he's strong, and he can he'll he'll make the tough. You remember last year, which you were clamoring for all year, like get me a receiver who oh, has my hey. ball mentality. He does have my ball mentality. Absolutely. He he is you're you're because you're, you're talking about toughness as a blocker. 
I think he's got toughness as a receiver yeah. because I think he's willing. I think he's willing to go get it. Mm-hmm. That's you know maybe maybe it's a little bit of some lackadaisical stuff, but I'm not going to question this guy's toughness. I will say though, I, I agree with you, Kyle. I don't think he runs away from people. No. that's the thing that I you know I think that did anybody do Tyler Scott from Cincinnati? I have not. Have you, I haven't seen him either. Dang no. it. I'm going to watch it tonight, I I promise. All right, Tyler Smith, uh, excuse me, Tyler Scott from Cincinnati. This is a smooth route runner. He gets in and out of his breaks. No wasted motion with this guy. He could put a defender in a bad spot right off the jump. And so, I mean, catches the ball really easily, very natural the way he goes about his job. Great radius. He tracks it down the field. Uh, you know, inside concentration routes, all those things you talk about. I don't see him miss many balls at all. So keep an eye on a guy like Tyler Scott. Another guy I want to mention. Did anybody happen to see? Uh, where's my guy here that I'm looking at? Uh, the At Perry from uh, Wake Forest. Yeah, Wake Forest. Yeah. Okay. Did you see him at all, Aisha? Have you done him? Have you no, scouted him? I don't him? think I've looked at him yet. All I right. Only have like. All right. Well, here's another guy. He's six five. He's two o five. Okay. And he's uh, he's got really impressive length for a receiver, and he could just the, any ball is thrown high, low. So you're, again, you're talking about these routes where you're running slants, inside routes, and stuff like that. I kind of feel like that he can adjust the ball over his head, all levels of the field. He's not shy about anywhere where he's going. There's really another again that smoothness to his game. He can separate, and he also will make contested plays. So I saw a little bit of both. A.T. Perry, mm-hmm. wide receiver, Wake Forest. Take a peek at Is him he, if you can. Would he be a second-round or a third-round guy? Probably third-round? I think he's more closer to probably a third. It, Dane always did this thing with us, but I thought was kind of like, because I always want to, I don't ever want to stand on the fence. Sure. Dane will throw you, uh, he's a 2-3. You know, and I'm like, oh, is he a two or a three? Yeah, which tell one me. Is, which one? Which one is he? You know, and so I think there's some other receivers that are probably a little bit better. This guy, this this A.T. Perry guy, he he was able to show out because Sam Hartman, who is his quarterback, yeah. is one of the best in the country. Mm-hmm. And so you see him getting, like, really good passes, you know, from a quality quarterback, which mm-hmm. I think makes a difference. In the world, does does that scare you a little bit? The fact that he didn't have a ton of production because he had just barely I, nicked a thousand yards, I, thirteen and a half per catch. I just kind of was seen when I when I was watching him play because when Wake Forest plays, they play this really slow. They 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 act like they're reading the ball. They're gonna they're gonna hand it hand it hand it hand it hand it pull and then throw the ball kind mm-hmm. of an offense. And so, to me, I think if he got with the right and I and I mentioned Hartman because I do feel like the ball when they did throw it was accurate mm. to him. So I, I'm just kind of saying maybe, you know, you, we, Megatron and those guys that I remember back in the day, uh, Calvin Johnson, went to school at what, Georgia Tech? Yes. They were running what, read option? Not read option. They were running like veer stuff, run play stuff. I mean, these some of these receivers don't get in the right right scheme. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like this guy at his size at 6'5", 205 is going to be, he looks like to me one of those like L.A. Charger receivers. You know, those they, when you watch the Chargers play, mm-hmm. they got all these big, kind of long, tall guys they're playing. Maybe they're not the fastest, but they go and get every single ball. What about, uh, I know that he's dealt with injuries and stuff, but if we're talking about day two, day two, mm-hmm. day two, round three? Yeah, second or third round. Okay. Um, I think a couple teams might take a chance on Michael Wilson. Like, mm. I, I think his route running, his size, like, what school? he can win. Oh, Stanford. 
at Stanford. Go. My bad, because obviously the characters there, all that stuff, the work ethic. I actually looked at it quite a bit. He he looked great at the Senior Bowl, yeah. mm-hmm. but his size. It's kind of what makes things weird because I think he could play on the outside but be a big slot as well. But his route running is so good, he's going to beat people at the line of scrimmage. It's just a deal of keeping him, obviously keeping him healthy. But I do see him as a guy that could go in the third round um, because people are going to be willing to take the risk on him even though he's been healthy. uh, He's been injured, but he just seems so refined as a route runner. He can get open in a lot of different ways, but he also has size to beat you and have size on those smaller corners. I haven't watched him yet he was actually on my list to try to knock out over the next couple days has anybody watched mingo uh, he's the last guy. yeah he's the yeah. last guy because i was down to the point where i was watching wicks mm-hmm. from virginia and mingo was the last wide receiver that i had to do in this thing uh but i, I know a lot of people everybody's everybody's mocking when you do those when i get those cowboy mocks yeah, yeah. everybody seems to put him if they're not putting uh, you know, if they're not putting the, the Tennessee receiver in there at you know at, at number two, which I see every single time, Jalen Hyatt, Jalen Hyatt, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, everybody puts him as the second, the second which, guy. Which I have watched Hyatt, and while I haven't watched Mingo, everything I know about Mingo sounds like those are about the two most polar opposite receivers we they're could be talking different. about here. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, one guy is like Devonte Smith, skinny with like three nine speed, and the other guy is you know running a 5-1 and just trying to yeah. make tough contested catches. Yeah. What do you, do you guys, real quick on that one, the Zay Flowers from Boston College. Mm-hmm. The thing he's 5'9 and 170 is what I was working with. He's yep. out for this team then. Yeah. Okay. What a player, huh? Yeah, he's what a, a player. phenomenal player. What a player. And are you going to look at that one and say – the Cowboys are not even would not even consider Zay Flowers. I, again, I mock draft from the fans. Somebody had him going at twenty six to the Cowboys, and I kind of just smiled because I'm thinking, sir, you know this guy's a really good player, and you probably put him at the right spot, yep. but you probably put him with the wrong team. I put in my scouting report of Flowers. I said his burst is the best in the class. I mean, you talk about put a foot in the ground and get around a defender straight off the line of scrimmage. I thought Flowers, I watched him against NC State, Syracuse, and Wake Forest. I had two minuses the whole time. Yeah. Those are the two two minuses. He's a really solid player. The biggest knock is his size. Yeah, he's, I, I'm working off 5'9", 170. That's what I've got. Have you done him? Yeah, yeah. What do you got on him? Well, with his – I mean, you mentioned his burst. I I like his hands. I think he's – He's just one of those guys like I'm a dude. Like I feel like he knows he's a dude and you can see it in his play, but I feel like his releases are nice as well, but yeah. more than anything with the size thing, dude, I I just think it depends on what you what you need, what you do schematically. Yeah. And so, if the Cowboys drafted him, where 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 is he going to play it? That's what I'm saying. He would like, have to Where is he going to play it? But see, that's the thing about it. 25 years ago when I started working in scouting, yeah, there, this this player wouldn't have been a guy you would even considered. No. And now and now we've we've kind of come to the point where you know what? As a coach, it's your job to figure it out. It's your job to figure out because you're absolutely right. You guys are right about this kid. He's going to he's going 100 miles an hour and he stops on a dime and comes back and comes back to the ball and he catches everything and he runs after catch. You know, I, I as a as a personnel guy, I can't sit there and say I'm telling you this guy could play football. 
In this day and age, he can play football. And it's up to you guys to figure <laughs> out where he can play. Yeah. I, I, I don't want a guy all of a sudden like go, oh, well, Zay Flowers, he doesn't fit our, our profile and our scheme. I get it. You can't have a team that looks like up and down, up and down, up and down. You can't have that. But there's certain guys in this draft that if you said – Hey, I'm going to draft Zay Flowers for you. You cannot tell me watching his tape he's not a good football player. He is. You can't tell me that. And some coaches say, no, he's a little short for what we do. And then you know what he's going to do? The Giants, the Commanders, the Eagles like that are going to draft him. And and they were going to go, wow, that's Zay Flowers. And then, you know, you're going to lose a game because Zay Flowers makes about seven catches on you. I mean, he, he's a good player. I think you're right, though. It's just you're, you're mocking to the wrong team. I, it's, it's just it's not. This I hate. Isn't, it, hey, we're that all, makes we're, me sick, though, because you won't play. Like, go get the playmaker, my guy. Yeah. Go, Should we start Go get the playmaker, my guy. Should we just lobby all it the way doesn't, No, no. They, go down the hey, hall. They, they sit <laughs> Start those, handing out flowers. flowers. No, no, no. They sit, yeah, we're buttons, big flowers. I'll, 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 t- I'll tell you what that receiver's co- – regardless of the size, I'll tell you what they would not love is they wouldn't love the drops that are on his tape. He's got a couple drops. His hands are not great. I tell you what, though. I To me, I kind of feel like, though, that when you say not great – I see him like he's the only weapon that Boston College has. You know who he is? He's he's a more slightly built to me, the like watching this player, which I like this player coming out and he's been okay in the NFL. He's a more slightly built Anthony Miller. Ooh. Remember him from Memphis? Memphis, yeah. He reminds one. me of him. Okay. We ended with the Chicago Bears. Yeah, yeah, he's bounced around. I think he went to like Pittsburgh and Atlanta since then or something. Man, but I, 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 I liked I liked Anthony Miller, and I think they look similar. Miller was stouter. Miller's like twenty pounds heavier, but they're similar. I Flowers wrote, had eight drops, by the way. As that's a what I wrote down, eight. though, Bobby. I wrote down drops. I wrote down drops are a problem, but then also too, he got targeted a whole, 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 whole bunch. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, they're gonna be up because he getting the ball through to him a little bit more than everybody else that exists. I on just the team. I just know over the past couple of years, like forget just the size. The size is one thing, but I just know over the past like. There's been hesitancy, I know, when I, I talk to people and try to figure out what their thought process is. Mm-hmm. When you start talking about maybe the hands aren't the best, that's usually like a big ding for them, yeah. I feel so like. So they're probably that's thinking fair. hands and they're thinking Hands and you're small. Like, yeah. what, like I, great that you're fast. Well, but I'd like to just go on record. Turpin. I'd just like to go on record, though, when this guy goes <laughs> off and plays well, please uh, – Tweet, oh, he at, will, he'll tweet play. at me when he's playing for some other team, and 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 you're like, hey, Broadus, you like that Zay Flowers guy? He's going to be running all over with I, Trevor Lawrence I, I, throwing I, I, passes I, to him. Please. Nice, going to be great. The guy's a great finisher. You can't you can't deny the guy's a no. Great and and do, you want to talk about like when we were talking about Rasheed Rice being a little lackadaisical? Mm-hmm. He's not. Zay Flowers is yeah. not. No, Zay Flowers no. like that's running hot. Uh, second question on Twitter on the twenty. <laughs> Way to go. We only got through yeah. one question. Yeah, we've <laughs> got two questions this week. Uh, Donald asked, <laughs> "What about fault, Aisha?" <laughs> what about tight ends? What type of tight ends should the Cowboys be looking at? Because, of course, Dalton Schultz coming off of the franchise tag. He's unrestricted. Who do you go get? Do you do you rely on some of these young guys, or do you target some of these high-end tight ends that we talked about a little bit with Dane yesterday, Brian? Can I convince you guys to take one at 26? No. You could. Absolutely. Are y'all Actually, for real? Yeah. Yep. Oh. There's there's two guys that I would be okay taking in 26. Man, a, a a dynamic, dangerous tight end is one of the biggest mismatches you can have in the NFL these That's days. That's a good point. Look at the two teams in the Super Bowl. Look at the four teams, eh, three of the four teams in the conference championship games. What did they all have? A dynamic tight end. George Kittle, Dallas Goddard, and then uh, who am I missing? Oh, of course, Travis Kelsey, that one yeah. little thing. Yeah, that guy. So, yeah, that guy's pretty good. 
So boy, you like you really turned up your nose on that twenty six on nah, the tight end. Nah, I wasn't. I just don't. Are you out I on that? I'm not out on it. I just don't. I ain't about to get my hopes up with some of with this team. You know, this, this they like undrafted free agents. They like fourth round tight ends. They like fifth it's round true. tight ends. So I you just don't wrong. get my. I don't get in my feelings about. Ooh, let me. <laughs> oh, let me. Oh, oh. If, there, if, there, if there's a if there's a position value wise that this team has crushed more than any other than tight end, I don't know what it is. You got Jarwin as an undrafted free agent. Yeah. You drafted Schultz in the fourth. Maybe you safety. got McEwen as a. It took Maybe. a little while. It took a little, a little while. Uh, McEwen is an undrafted free agent. Hendershot and Ferguson. I mean, they've generally, the guys they've evaluated tight end, the last five of them they've brought in here have been really good. Yeah. The best one I've seen is Kincaid from Utah. You like him more than Musgrave? I've not watched, I, I, I've, I've watched, I, I've watched Meyer, Musgrave Meyer, and Meyer. Meyer's pretty good, though, too. See, I like Meyer. Does Meyer, does Meyer get to you, though? I, th- I mean, I think there are a lot of people that think that Meyer is the best tight end out of Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. I, he's my number one tight end, and I've seen him, Washington, he's Musgrave, big, he's, and Kincaid. He's bigger. I mean, he's bigger than Kincaid. I mean, I, I've got, I was working on him at 6'5", 265 is what I was working on. Talking about with. Meyer? Meyer from Notre Dame. He's got 6'4 and a half. Okay, and two sixty-five. Yeah. Okay, so, so he's, he's big. Yeah, he's big. Uh, that's no, that's bad. But those I, are y'all's first round people. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I don't, I don't. Know I've got two first round grades on uh, in incomplete or incomplete reports, and it's Meyer and it's uh, Kincaid. Those Can are my I just two say first say rounders. A tight end that I think that they might like. Who's that? Because of what he does, Sam Laporta. You boy, you okay. nailed that. Uh, you he, did. You did. Iowa. Yeah, yeah, you nailed it. What do you like about Laporta? Uh, I just. I'll see if I can follow you up because I bet uh, you're gonna hit all the. Nah, I just I like. Some I'll of learn his, something from you here. I like some of his scene work, but it's the yak ability. It's the broken breaking tackles. Like, yeah. what, dude, what? Like, as a tight end, and you talked about how much, how much that's like a, a threat or that can be a difference maker. But I just think he understands the field pretty well, how to position himself and whatnot. I do think his hands, um, his catch radius can get better. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as like snap catching balls or whatever yeah. but he just to understand where to be on the field I think he gets it we know Iowa guys already typically typically are fundamentally sound he blocks pretty well also but I I like the yak ability from a tight end well you nailed this, this guy what you think Bobby what you think I have not watched him yet I've watched two tight ends I've watched Meyer and I've watched Luke Musgrave and to me Musgrave is the modern tight end that's the tight end you win with in the NFL. Oh, I think Le- well, I, that's what like, like, I look, about the pe- people are going to be frustrated that like, okay, does he have the play strength? Does he play as well as an inline blocker? Is he like the run block you want? Like, maybe not. But like, I mean, coach it up like you coached up the tight ends throughout the year. Because to me, like, this is a guy who he could play in line. He could line up in the slot. He could run some of those slant flats for you. Mm-hmm. He yeah. like, and he's an incredible athlete. He's big. That dude, like the the footwork on him looks like a receiver. He Man, is really, really good. You guys are on these tight ends. Jalen Duncan. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm actually I right. That's I want to run down the schools <laughs> real, real quick. Well, I'm Musgrave, down. Oregon State. Yeah, yeah sorry. I'm gonna, so Michael Meyer, Notre Dame, Dalton Kincaid, Utah, Darnell Washington, Georgia, Luke Musgrave, That's Oregon a tackle State. playing tight end at yeah, Georgia. He, oh, my gosh. Excuse me? You talk about Darnell. Washington. Six foot seven, 270. Yeah. I'm going to put a pin in it. Yeah, he's fun to watch. He's got some fun tape. <laughs> Payne Durham. And then Sam Laporta out of Iowa. I thought he would be like y'all's top. I thought he would be one of y'all top guys. Uh, I haven't watched him yet. Because uh, Dane, Dane mentioned him. My bad. I'm sorry. Don't no. kill me, Bean. I'm all far away from my mic. Uh, yeah. But uh, Payne Durham is uh, somebody that I know Dane mentioned on Purdue. our first show <laughs> up from Purdue. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he just showed his tail at the 
at the at the um, senior bowl, especially yeah. just as a blocker. So I thought he would be one of y'all's guys that y'all are really interested in. I think but. I had a knock on him. Give me a What's second. I got to find it. I got to find my note. I, I tell you what, I like what Bobby's saying about Musgrave, though. <laughs> yeah. now, he, he did have a knee injury, though, that they're going to have to look at, yeah. though. But this guy can separate. He can, ah. be, he can be tough down the field to cover. But when he's flexed during the slot, I didn't, like I say, you don't play him in line. But you're talking about the modern tight end doesn't play in line as much anymore as no. he used to. Yeah, good. I mean, honestly, use him the way Doug Peterson used Evan Ingram. Ooh. They figured out Evan Ingram down yeah. there. Yes, they, they did. Take, Doug, take Doug your did. cues there. Doug did. Uh, and, I mean, like I said, this team's shown an ability to – use all sorts of different tight ends. They've found a way to use the inlines. They've also found a way to use the more athletic ones like Jarwin. And yeah. so to me, I, I just think Musgrave makes a ton of sense. And that's more the, the, you know, while Meyer, who's the only other one that I watched, I like him. He's solid, but that's, that's Jason Witten to me. And, and that's fine. But like if in this area, if you really want to create mismatch problems, you need Kelsey. Yeah. And he's more Kelsey than he is Witten. Luke Musgrave is. I think I, Musgrave I scouted his dad. Based off of <laughs> based what? off of what I've heard, yeah. I think they think he's Jarwin. Because he's got some juice, he's got some ability. Oh, I think they like him. Yeah, I think they do too. Uh, on the other watch. side, with uh your Purdue tight end Payne Durham, mm-hmm. my my knock was the dude can't run. He's Barnabas. not he's not a runner. He's physical, he's big, he can block, he can do all that stuff, but he can't run. You can use those guys, too. You, you can. Blockers. Well, with Laporta, I mean. You're right about him, crosser. by the way. He can do crossers. I yeah. mean, he can. So when yeah. you talk about, like, what's the modern tight end, like, can they do receiver type stuff? The only thing, it's so weird because he can run the routes and all that stuff, but contested balls aren't his, on yeah. his, aren't his stilo just yet. But can he run the routes? Can he get open? Can he do it? Yeah, sure. Like the one he thing, has the athleticism in space for sure. The one thing about Laporta is you'll see Iowa run the ball behind him. You know, sometimes these these tight ends, they kind of avoid. They put them on the backside or they don't have them involved. Laporta, they'll run the ball behind him. Iowa's got a history of putting he's tight their, ends in the league. He's their speed to me, Yeah, in my okay. opinion. And that's why my eyes were drawn to him. But I was like, oh. He can do a little bit of this, but he can block too. Okay, he can do that. I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe they might look at this human. So, just, so there we go. We're on for tight ends at 26, right? Yeah. I just, I, we're y'all, good, right? Yeah. Y'all yeah. said Sweet. that. Y'all Aisha said was that. the one. I've never seen Getting, anybody cheer more for tight ends at 26 than Aisha. Aisha's y'all, ready to roll. She's she handed in the card already. Don't put that evil on me, Ricky <laughs> <laughs> She just can't stop. She I'm said, she, she, said she would have taken uh, Hendershot in I a can second. See, I can see the draft. She told me first. Bobby. She told me at 24. I can see this draft. I can see this draft all of a sudden, and Aisha all of a sudden, the, the 26, they pick a tight end, she takes that pin and just throws it. Y'all. That's not one of your, that's not one of your fake pen throws. I'm no. going to be shook it. Now, unless he, shooken. unless the dude seriously is like, he could be a real receiving threat. Like, yeah. he could really be a guy that makes a difference. Because, <laughs> I mean, that's how I felt about this season with the Cowboys. I was like, yeah, you ain't got a whole bunch of receivers, but you have tight ends that have some receiving capabilities. Yeah. Get them involved. It, it kind of can balance it out, in my opinion. If, if Musgrave is playing full-time snaps in this offense next year, like as the primary tight end, Musgrave has 1,000 yards. Ooh. I'm convinced. Bobby! Whoa. I'm convinced. Okay, well, hell. And you don't Let want to pick one him. at 26. Yeah, give, a, me a, give me Musgrave at 26. I'm going to go look. Cheers. Since you, you know, Bobby seems so, he's so calm and confident I li- over there. I, I just really like him. I think okay. he's really, really good. I'm going like to go it. look then, Bobby. I I can't wait for draft weekend. Can't wait till you rip him about it. At some point, no matter if it's at 26 or if it's in day three, we're going to pick a tight end and everyone's 
look is just going to go woof to Aisha. Why is it going to go to me? Because you hate tight ends. All right, let's take our second break. When we come back here on the Trap Show presented by Miller Lite, we're going to give some scenarios. All of them include a tight end. All of them. All six of them. But no, we're doing first and second round scenarios. We'll talk about it when we come back. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. In a stressful world, Lincoln provides balance and calm amidst the chaos by creating sanctuaries that move you through the world with ease. Our vehicles make your time richer and more uplifting with human-centric design, intelligent technology, and powerful performance. As the official luxury vehicle of the Dallas Cowboys, driving a Lincoln is just another way to show your team pride. Experience our full lineup of luxury vehicles, including the Corsair, Aviator, Navigator, and Nautilus at Lincoln.com. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite and 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller Time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and Cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel, attend the best tailgate party in Texas, tour the star, and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls? With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. This is the DallasCowboys.com Draft Show. Back here on the Draft Show where, of course, we are live from the Star in Frisco. You can get a behind-the-scenes look at all things Dallas Cowboys with tours of AT&T Stadium and the Star presented by SeatGeek. Check out the locker rooms, playing fields, Super Bowl memorabilia, and a whole lot more. Get your tickets today at DallasCowboys.com slash tours. Back here with Bobby Belt, Brian Broaddus, Aisha Morrison. I'm Kyle Yeomans. You guys ready for some scenarios? No. Go for it. We've got first and second round scenarios. I'm going to list out six of them. So you might want to either write them down or, or okay. try and memorize them if you got them. And then we're going to pick which one you feel like fits best. The way I did this, I did different first round pick positions all the way through about guys that I think could potentially be there. First scenario, Osiris Torrance, guard from mm-hmm. Florida, who, of right. course, we talked about yesterday with right. Dane. The wide receiver in the second round, Jalen Hyatt. Tennessee, wide receiver. Scenario number two involves taking a wide receiver in the first. And I'm going to give you an an option here. You're going to get really lucky at 26. Jordan Addison from USC Falls and Jackson Smith and Jigba from Ohio State Falls. Jack Campbell, though, is your pick in the second round. That's the Iowa linebacker. Iowa linebacker. linebacker. Yeah. So you you get lucky in the first round. You don't get so, so lucky in the second round. Scenario three is Aisha's favorite. And actually, this is kind of funny because it's your non-favorite and then your favorite. Michael Meyer, tight end out of Notre Dame, is yeah, your pick at 26. But in the second round, you get Keanu Benton 
interior defensive lineman from Wisconsin Ooh. in the second round. So you get pretty lucky in the second round. That's pretty good. Scenario four, you've got Deontay Banks, the cornerback from Maryland, who we've talked about previously. Like him. And then in the, uh, you get him in the first round. Second round, you get LSU wide receiver Kayshawn Boutte. Scenario five... <laughs> B. John Robinson, you she can't just laugh lit at up. That. She you can't laugh lit. at that. No, no, she just nah, lit up. That's, just, you these can't scenarios laugh. is kind of lit. How we're we adults. Pick? That's what I'm saying. You got to figure it out. We're gonna have a fun day if this if these work out. <laughs> <laughs> scenario five, scenario five. I did it for a reason. B. John Robinson, mm. war number five for Texas, the running back. Right. Then in the second round, you get Keely Ringo, corner from Georgia. <sighs> scenario six, and the final one. You get Dayan Henley. How do you say his? Do you know his name? Washington State linebacker. I do not. I, think I haven't Dayan. watched him yet either. I, I actually yeah. liked him. I watched him I, last week. He's pretty good. He is really. He is, he's, he's 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 what you he's, want in a modern linebacker. Yeah, he's legit. We'll, we'll have to talk about his scouting report in a second. And then in the second round, you get the offensive tackle Dewan Jones from Ohio State. You get you go a little offensive line versatility in the second round. So there's your scenarios. What are we debating here? Don't ask me. Ask Which one's your favorite? First. There's zero debate. It's five. Wow. Bijan Robinson there is, there and Keely Ringo. No question. You give me like all world traits at corner in the second, and you give me a top three overall player in the first. Go. It don't sound, even, don't it even sounds, think about it. Sounds very much like getting Lamb and Diggs that draft at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, like, and I mean, and I mean, where it's a surplus on a skilled position. Yeah, and then you also turn around and you you sure up your corner spot. Ring, I mean, Ringo is. Digs with better athleticism. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Maybe not the ball skills, but mm. he's got really good ball skills, though, I think. Yeah, but Trayvon's like, it's a, yeah, ball Trayvon's skills. different. Yeah. But can you read me the Addison one again, please? Yes. Jordan Addison, wide receiver from USC, or Jackson Smith and Jigba, wide receiver from Ohio State in the first round. Second round, it's Jack Campbell, the linebacker from okay. Iowa. Okay. You like that one? No, I just was curious. I like Jack Campbell, but I don't know. I don't know. And that was me even saying, okay, you got you got lucky in the first round, you didn't get lucky in the second round, and I still put Jack Campbell there. I like Jack as well, but I mean he's probably a top seventy player. He sounds like an accountant. <laughs> he's Please. a really, no, he's, he's no he's a big long. No, I know just the name. The name just oh, sounds Jack. like his headshot kind of looks like, yeah, like yeah. Jack well, Campbell, State Farm. When you watch him, that's kind of <laughs> what you you get. Like yeah. you just really fundamentally sound, not super flashy, but is gonna do linebacker things at a high You're level. Not wrong. Does scenario three interest you at all? Say it again. Say it one more Michael time. Michael Meyer, the tight end from Notre Dame, and then Keanu Benton, interior defensive lineman from Wisconsin. What round? Second first and second round. Yeah? I don't think they're gonna take a DT to Getting Benton in the second round? Uh, no. A guy like Benton could be a game changer on he the defensive can, he line. Can, he can. I, I honestly feel like the first scenario is one of my favorites. And I only say that because those are the two I keep saying things. Michael Meyer. It's Mayer. Mayer? Yeah. Is I that how you say it? I'm thinking, what is that, Friday the 13th yeah. or whatever the movie? Yeah. Michael Meyer? No. Yeah. Michael Myers. It's not Mayer. The, not the ski mask. <laughs> no, not the but, mask. <laughs> but uh, the Osiris Torrance, you said in the first round? Osiris Torrance, first round. Jalen Hyatt is your second round pick. I, I'm, I'm not going to fight that. That's yours? Yeah, I'm not going to fight. I'm You're not going to fight that situation. I, I, I think you, you get goodness on both sides. Now, I know that you guys talked about Osiris yesterday. I was listening to you guys talk about. I'm more of, critical of him than I think than Dane is. Just because if he continues to lose weight, 
I think I'll be okay with this one. And I think he can get in shape here, but yeah. also too, if you put him, you talk about Solari and those guys. They like a lot of combo blocks, all mm-hmm. that stuff, man. Yeah. You put him next to t- to Tyler. You might be just moving people out the way on a very strength, high clip. Strength and strength going up against very anybody. Very high clip. And then Hyatt, obviously, like being able to stretch the field and all that stuff. I I think I will be all right with that. What is your? What do you see when you see Osiris Torrance? Because we're looking at footage of him now. Mm. Aaron Gibson. What? <laughs> oh, out of Wisconsin? Way back in the day? Wait, who was that? Wait, no, no, Aaron, no, yeah, no, Aaron Gibson was a, a, a tackle from Wisconsin that the Lions took. Yeah. He was massive. He was 370-something pounds. Mm-hmm. And he ended he up here so, in Dallas for a little yeah, bit. he was so big, but he just couldn't move. He just couldn't. Bobby's being a troll right that's now. That's the 6'6", 370, that's Osiris Torrance, basically. No, no, he's, he's 37. the biggest he's, head in the NFL at yeah, one time. Yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> Especially I'm made not helmet. kidding. Especially made helmet. Yeah. I, I think that, to me, I no, he's not Aaron Gibson. I'm, just, I'm kidding. <laughs> I knew you were. Dang it. It still but makes me laugh. It does make me laugh, because when that pick was made, I'm like, I went, oh. Like, I went, oh. Like, not in a good way. I was sitting in a draft room, and I went, oh, like that. No, nah, the only thing, that was the only thing that I think I had, my computer just died, my bad, y'all. But that's okay. probably the only thing I had down about him is, like, his feet. But that was something that, with even with Tyler Smith, that I was kind of like, because mm. coming out of his stance last, like, yeah. when he was, uh, well, in college, it wasn't the best all the time. His feet sometimes were a big reason why, like, um, his kick step was a big reason mm-hmm. why he was messing stuff up. But with Osiris, I'm like, he's he's a guard. Like yeah. he's he's not gonna have to be in space as much or whatever. But I do understand why y'all say his feet kind of look heavy. He's look, so strong. See yeah. that strong. That was the difference with Tyler though. Tyler was not heavy footed. Tyler was sloppy. Yes. Yeah. And Tyler needed stuff cleaned up. Osiris is heavy. looks heavy. heavy. Yeah. Like, like the technique is all Tyler needed. Tyler's nimble and he's quick and he's a yeah. good athlete. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I, if I'm gonna spend resources on an offensive lineman in the first round, I don't necessarily know that I want it to be Osiris Torrance. Like, like I mean, like I think that there's enough talent that they're building on this offensive line right now that I don't know that Torrance is the guy that I'd be willing to pass up. What I think is probably a better receiver and probably a better corner at that same spot. Okay. Yeah. I. I mean. Yeah, I mean. I, I, I'm just hopeful. I'm not going to be against Torrance if he's drafted here. I don't not, think I'm against it. I'm not against it. I'm not against it. I'm just not gung-ho. I just, I just, yeah. Please, please, please. You, you can't. The strength is is there. There's yeah. no question. And Aisha's right. You put him and Smith next to each other, and you got Martin and, and what they're doing on the other side over there with Steele. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, this, this head coach wants to get back to really running the football. You helped yourself running the football. You clearly helped yourself running the football. Well, I like, I like, well, I, I don't think I, is it Avila? 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 Uh, Avila. Avila, rather. I mean, TCU. I feel like if you're talking about technique, I feel like he's one, his hands are some of the best. Oh, I think strong. Yeah, yeah, you're really yeah. right about that. And when you talk about, you know, maybe getting to the second, I wouldn't, I mean, not in the first round, obviously, but if we're talking about we're not going to take an offensive uh, offensive lineman early, if this guy is available, I would okay. I just really seriously feel like he would fit you're, you're very well. So if, you, yeah. if you pass up Torrance, you pass up that opportunity, you or get, he doesn't fall you to you You've got a body type that's very similar. I think Avia is not as, and I'm going to use the word sloppy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? I, I mean, I think that, I think, yeah, but. Can Avia play center? Yes, he can. He did. He, he played a lot of well, center, right? And he did at the Senior Bowl, and I felt like he won some. He lose. He lost yeah. some. But yeah. just showing the ability to do that when we talk about like what does his offensive line need? Like obviously, you, you talk about Matt Farniak, and he can move everywhere. But like, there's no sure fire backup center. Here. Yeah. Like so, yeah. I just 
I don't he, think he would move the center with this team, no. but I think a team might consider a team, moving a him the team center. Might, but I, when you mentioned the sloppiness of uh, or whatever, <laughs> Ivy footed. <laughs> with uh, it's, got, it's okay in set counting. Os- Osiris has cement shoes. He has yeah. some. Yes, mm. I I don't see that from. Avia. Can I say something about Henley real quick, that linebacker? Yes, Washington, Washington State. Yeah, that's my dude. Yeah, go ahead. Fire it. Go for the report. No, 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 no. no. I just like him on – I like him in coverage, dude. Like, I, I was just so impressed with them coverage-wise. Like, yeah. I think I think, I think in this NFL – Dagan Henley. Yeah, this guy is a downhill player. Yep. He is good in the open field. He's got really – he reads well. He's got really good technique. He's not going to be out of position. He can play in pass coverage. Look at you. You got notes I over there saying that. If I'm not mistaken, is he a former receiver? Uh, I, he's six one two thirty. He transferred from yeah. he transferred from Nevada is where he went. He went Nevada. from Nevada. Nevada, Nevada. <laughs> he's a former safety and receiver, yeah. and yeah. so you can really see that. Yeah, in you his can play coverage. In coverage yeah, yeah the can, movement, the instincts. You can he can carry guys and I, clearly can do. that. I think that's important in this league now. I yep. think that we we've seen oh, he, it plenty he of was times. Recruited to Washington State as a receiver, yes. caught eight balls for 103 yards and three touchdowns mm-hmm. as a freshman in 20. Yeah. He runs routes for guys sometimes, and I just that's at Nevada. Sorry, like at a, as a linebacker in this league now, like yeah, I want a guy that Nevada. can come downhill, <laughs> but I also want a guy that can cover when it's necessary because yeah. that's seems like where a lot of coordinators are taking advantage of defenses now. Is like, can your linebacker cover too? Because we gonna tear him up. Do we make a determination what we would all do then on the, under his? Scenario? He said five. She said scenario one. Well, he Did you have a me favorite? Out of it a little bit. I. I me personally, I think the best players there are the one is the Bijan Robinson one myself. Yeah, I like. I, I think. I think. But that a lot depends what these guys do with a tag, with moving on from yeah. guys and all that stuff. This like is that. early. This is yeah, just if pure they, draft scenario. If you only, if you yeah. tell me who the best players are, are, the ones you just named, that scenario is the, the best. The best players in my book. The best cool. second round player on that list is Keely Ringo. The best first round player is Bijan Robinson, <laughs> and fair. they're in the same stack. Yeah. Ring, ring, there's to me, there's zero chance if. Bijan was there in the first, and Ringo was there in the second. There's zero chance there's a better player than either of them at those picks. The thing about it, too, is the likely scenario, I think, is number five. Say again? Uh, the last one? Five is, five is not the likeliest. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, the one with the, the guard. With, uh, with, uh, the, oh, Cyrus? Yeah. The first yeah. Lawrence That's and the Hyatt? First yeah. That's why yeah. I put it first. because Hyatt will be interesting. I think that'll be close. I think Hyatt's small for them, too. Okay. Ooh, I just I, I, I think it's 5'11. Right? Bobby's going to eliminate every one of these wide receivers. He's slight. Right? What do you have? It's I'm a bunch of slight receivers, Brian. But I'm so many of them are small, dude. Yeah. And like just like even with the cornerbacks, like mm-hmm. so many of them are long. All yeah. the rece- like, all the receivers have warts this year, I think. Yeah. See, and I I like the second scenario with Jordan Addison, Jackson Smith and Jigba. I would probably say Jordan Addison. Mm. He's he's above Jackson right now just because of the injury concerns that and then Jack one. Campbel in the second round. That'd that, be my favorite, mm-hmm. I think out of the bunch, but yeah, there's uh, there's our second draft show this week. We'll the be back. The quarterbacks gonna tear it up. The quarterbacks. The, the people gonna. I, I think that whatever happens at quarterback, especially since so many, I feel like a lot of teams are in need of a quarterback. Yeah, first round's about to be. Bring them on. Got to be a little T- nuts. Pick them all before 26. Let's gotta do it. Got to be a little nuts. To Let's me. make it happen. Drive that. Drive them players down. Yes, to us. please. <laughs> all right, that's t- that does it for us here for the draft show presented by Miller Lite. We'll be back on Wednesday to break it down for you yet again. For Bobby Belt, Brian Broaddus, Aisha Morrison, and Chris Beam, I'm Kyle Yeoman saying so long. We'll see you next week on the draft show. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!